Welcome to the Stewardship Leader Podcast, brought to you by the Christian Stewardship Network. CSN exists to encourage, teach, and connect church and stewardship leaders to help them create and lead healthy stewardship ministries in their church. You can learn more about CSN at christianstewardshipnetwork.com. Welcome to Stewardship Insights, a brief conversation to help you become a better stewardship leader. I'm your host, Leo Saba, and with me is George Thompson. Pastor George is from Faithful Central Bible Church in Los Angeles, California. Hey, George, welcome. Hey, Leo, how you doing? Glad to be here. Well, George, we got a question from a stewardship leader in the field, and I thought you'd be a great person to help me to answer this question and give some insights into this uh, topic. So here's the question. How can I communicate the value of having a stewardship ministry to a pastor who is enjoying great giving in his church, and he doesn't see the need to promote or have a stewardship ministry? So first is, that is awesome that he has great giving. So you just we just pat him on the back and say, great, you have great <laughs> giving because you already have a stewardship ministry. It's just about how you're going to expand it and then also have it be generational. And you know, in the Bible, as we learn about giving, is that God loves a cheerful giver, and you want everyone to be able to participate in it. So the mm. first thing you want to do is find out is, is that when he says good giving, is kind of defining what that is. That means yeah. that you're making budget. Does that mean that everyone's giving, or there's just that there, there may just be a large, there may be a group of people that are very wealthy that are giving, and then they're making the budget, and then there's a whole group of people who are not participating. Yeah. So you want to make sure everyone is involved so that you can dive a little bit deeper and let everyone participate in what God's doing and being blessed. I agree with you, George. I think what's important is here is just to realize who's actually giving, what percentage of the church is giving, as you said, but also who is actually giving, who are the people in your church that are giving. Uh, as what we know is that older people who have you know grown up in the church— that believe and were taught about tithing 20, 30, 40 years ago, more than likely they're still practicing that that discipline. So you may have an older congregation that's giving consistently, and your giving is strong because of that. But if you look deeper and find out whether the young people are also giving, you might find that maybe they are or are not giving. And if they're not, you might have a real awakening 10, 20 years from now when your older folks move on. So I think it's important to look at who is actually giving and then what percentage of your church is giving, because it really is a good indicator of the financial health, but also the spiritual health of your church. And then also, I want to also put in there, and you you already knew I was going to say this. I'm going to say it early. I was going to say it later, but I'll say it now, is that stewardship is a whole life issue. There's Mm. three aspects of stewardship. One is time. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. So we want to see what their stewardship is, what their time is. Are there people volunteering? Are there people also working in ministries? Things like that. The mm-hmm. second area is talent, skill. Is how's the church in the area of, of giving of their talents and their skills? And then the third area is treasure finances. I understand the giving is good, good, but I mean, is every is everyone tithing? Are people giving? Or you know, and how's the whole the whole structure working? So you mm-hmm. want to be able to also when you're talking about giving. You're also talking about it as a whole 
life issue, just not just not one area, not one dimensional. So we yeah. also make sure that we're also tri-dimensional. That's good. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's good, George. I mean, I also think that when you look at this question, the fact that the pastor doesn't want to promote stewardship or talk about stewardship, you know, there might be different reasons for that. And how you approach this topic with your pastor is really important, because he may not have the same insight that you do. Maybe you have a real passion for talking about money and possessions, and you understand the statistics that 77% of people don't want to talk about money, but they still have money problems. They just don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. They deal with it in a different way. And as church leaders, we know that that part of the discipleship is to educate and disciple people in the area of stewardship. And as George said, there's more than just financial there, but financial is a big part of it as well. So are you approaching this and talking with your pastor about this in a perspective that he may not understand yet? Does he understand that maybe he's not struggling with money, but maybe half of your church is? If you look at the statistics, there's a good chance that a lot of the people in your churches are struggling month to month. And if he's not addressing the issue, he's only thinking giving's good, everybody's got to be doing well. Well, I think it's short-sighted, so I think it's up to you as a stewardship leader to have a conversation with that pastor in a way that, that helps to both bring awareness, but also bring a solution. Don't just bring him the problem, bring him the solution to say, hey, yes, uh, our giving is strong, I'm thankful for that, but there are people in our church that are struggling, what are we doing for them? And it's not about just increasing giving, that should never really be the motive of building a stewardship ministry, it's about discipleship. But giving will be a result of that, if people's hearts turn toward the Lord and they're more likely to surrender the finances of the Lord, then obviously that's going to wait into more giving from them, both inside and outside the church, and that's something we should be encouraging. Right, because there's also people are at different areas of their life. Maybe someone is new to the church, or you have mm. new members class you're doing through. You want to make you want to make sure they're being taught. You know, not only giving, but then you're also teaching them all the other areas of stewardship, like how to manage their finances, how to how to get out of debt, how to own a home. It's good that they understand about home ownership or they understand these biblical principles because they're learning them out there in the world. You want to be able to, in a um, at your church, be able to teach them those skills. Then also is the stewardship ministry is not just for people who are struggling. You know, people are at different levels. As you know, there are people that are struggling and sinking, the inability for them to pay their bills. There mm-hmm. are people that are steady. They have just enough to pay their bills. Then there's people that are doing solid, you know, doing pretty good. And then there's something called surplus, extra money, the highest level of service. There's different levels that people are at. We still want to minister to them. Like there may be someone that's doing actually pretty well with their finance and everything. They run a great business and they're doing everything. But actually when you're, when we're talking to them in the stewardship ministry, we want them to be able to have a balanced life where they can spend more time with their family. They may want to spend more time with their kids. They may want to do other things than just, than just working. There's certain there's certain areas of where in the stewardship ministry, we want to make sure that you're, you are teaching all of the members how to be good stewards. Yeah, that's really good, George. I think the important thing is to realize that we do not have just an issue that's related to giving here. We have an issue that's more related to the whole person, right? We're, we're really ministering to the whole body, and giving is not a, a, a good indicator to say everything's going well. So I think it's important that you as a stewardship leader, if this is something you're battling where you don't feel like your pastor really wants to talk about this topic, I think the most effective approach is just 
take that pastor to lunch and let him know some of the things that you've learned about what's really going on related to finances in people's lives. And he, you might be surprised to the fact that he may actually need the help, but maybe he just doesn't feel equipped to talk about it. And he's, you know, he's relieved that the giving's good because it takes him off the hook. Many pastors who are not good in their finances, they outsource this to uh, Financial Peace University and different things. But it's really important that it comes from the pastor on down. And you have an opportunity as a stewardship leader to speak into that, to help your pastor understand the relevance and the importance of this topic in discipleship. And I think it's something that uh, obviously the Lord's put on your heart. So uh, be empowered to take that, to take it to your pastor and talk about it. And I think it's really important that that if he's not open and willing to see it, that you consider whether that's uh, an area that you need to step up and do something on your own, or perhaps it's not the church that you're supposed to be at. I know that sounds kind of weird, but if you're called to this ministry and you have a passion for it and you don't have an expression for it, I think it's okay to step out and find a place where you can serve in this area because it is a passion that the Lord's put on your heart. And I think, uh, Leo, you hit, you hit a really good point when you said, take them to lunch and get clarity. I think mm -hmm. a lot of times when someone says, I don't want a stewardship ministry, I don't want to expand, or I don't want to talk about, they may have a, a skewed or a different perspective just on it. Like they may think that, hey, you're a fundraiser, or hey, we're going to beg people to do this. You know, maybe they don't know, hey, we're actually just here to empower people and to help, and to help people in these areas. So also, you may want to also look at what the church actually does. Like, do you do a lot of mission work? What do you, you know, what's the church's mission statement? And then look at how stewardship ties into it, and then tie that into how you expand and grow. Mm -hmm. So ministry can grow, and we be kingdom builders. Awesome. Well, George, thank you for joining me today and answering this question, and I hope that this was helpful to you, our listeners. We thank you for joining us for the Stewardship Insights, and if you enjoyed it, please share it with another church or stewardship leader. And to get more content, more Stewardship Insights, please check out our website at christianstewardshipnetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you next time.